Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome into another edition of Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. We are giving you a quick hit episode this week because it is the week of Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. It is I'm my- a turkey. You're not a turkey, but you can bowl a turkey. Have you seen Adam's Family Values, the sequel? No. The the Raul Julia, Angelica Houston, Christina Ritchie? I already said no. No. Nope. Oh. Well, they do they do a, a re <laughs> they go to summer camp and they do a reenactment of uh, Thanksgiving, and it's pretty hilarious. And that's one of the lines: "Gobble, gobble, gobble." I'm a, I'm turkey. a turkey. Kill me. <laughs> it's pretty good. That good does old sound Pugsley. pretty funny. Thanksgiving breaking news is my favorite holiday. In the entire year, people rag on me for that opinion all the time. I absolutely love Thanksgiving. I love getting together with the family. I love the food. I was going to say, you just love the food. No, I love (laughs) all of it together. And uh, I am super, super excited. So we're dropping this early this week because uh, I am leaving tonight, the day that we're dropping this Tuesday, to head back home uh, where I'm from originally, New Jersey, to go see the family. Well, see, that's where you're lucky. That's probably why you like it. You get to like travel and go somewhere. Uh, my mama lives across the river in Vancouver, so it's like I'm traveling for Thanksgiving over a congested I-5. That's fine too. That's I, it. Part of me wishes that it wasn't like that because taking a six-hour plane ride kind of sucks if it's a red eye. Yeah, but I like just getting out of town. But it is fun to get out of town for a couple of days, and the whole family's there, and we get to all hang out. It's fun. It's a fun time. Um, so we want to talk about Thanksgiving and do a quick hit with a little beer of the week for you this week. Remember, you can find us on many, many platforms now. Radio.com, iTunes, Google Play, 1080thefan.com, Stitcher. You can find us on social media. At Mike Lynch 27 is me. That is a Twitter account. And Patrick is at PD085, PDiddy085 on Instagram. That's where we post the podcast and you can chat with us there as well. And uh, please subscribe and rate and review and all those good things at whatever platform it is that you use to consume your podcasts. Um, so we do have a beer of the week here, which we're going to get to in a second. Frankly, we can pop it now if you want. I was going to say, just yeah, I, I, I need a beer. <laughs> Me too. This beer has been in the fridge. Uh, I don't have a, a can of, or a bottle opener at the moment. It's I at got my desk. you. I'm just... It's at my desk. Um, this has been sitting in the fridge here at work for about a week and has been calling my name. I know it's there. Surprised it made it this long. I'm waiting. Well, I went to a private fridge that I told the guy, do not drink this penalty of death. And uh, we'll tell you what it is in a bit, but it's going to be a little quick hit beer of the week, and it's going to actually be related to next week's podcast as well. Um, But let's start with Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is, I love it for a a myriad of reasons that I already explained, but the one of the big ones is it's such a good holiday for combining sports, family, food, and drink. Mm Mm-hmm. And what's interesting for me about Thanksgiving is I don't really drink much beer on Thanksgiving, which seems opposite of what would be the case because it is a very beer seeming holiday with the football and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we always go to my aunt and uncle's house and my uncle is a big wine connoisseur. Mm. He loves wine. wine. Me too. And he has a he has a whole like wine cellar thing going on where he's got like them dated and tagged and all that kind of stuff. It's crazy, and he always picks out one wine and he has a couple of bottles of it, and that's our wine for Thanksgiving. So I will have maybe a beer when I get to the house. Like he'll have something in the fridge, and remember it's New Jersey, so it's not going to have the best options. But 
Uh, sometimes he'll have like a left-hand uh, milk stout, the nitro milk stout. He always has Sierra Nevada Pale, which I'm going to think of differently now when I go back this year. Uh, and uh, he has um, a couple of others. He might have some dogfish head. Makes and, sense. That's the big boy out there. Yeah, and I think there's another one that he has from from Michigan that he had a couple from that I can't remember. But I'll always have a beer or two when we get there, and then it, it's strictly wine from that point on. And it's interesting. I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I started drinking beer at Thanksgiving because it was never part of the tradition in our family. But maybe it's just a sign that I was growing into beer anyway before we even started this podcast. Yeah, a lot of times when I sit down, if I, if I end up going over to mom's house, especially now that mom's, you know, Mom's remarried, so I got a little larger family now. I got brothers. It's weird. They're very nice people, but, you know, at 33 or at 32 when I gained them, it was strange to be like, hello, brother. That is Instead weird. Instead of just like, what's up, brother? You know, <laughs> kind of different sort of I'm style. an only child, so I would have that same confusion. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of strange, but it's kind of nice because now the, 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 the holiday tables tend to be a little bit bigger and... um you know, my parents growing up, they were big. They were big wine drinkers. You know, my mom doesn't drink a whole lot anymore. But uh, we'll definitely, on holidays, crack some wine at dinner. Uh, but I'm still drinking beer the whole time. Like at the same time? Like no, next no, 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 to no. the wine? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just double-fisting like... <laughs> it, wine in one hand, beer in the other. No, you're, but... you're sniffing the beer. You're, you're swirling it in your mouth, and you're just slamming <laughs> the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get the job done quick. Uh, no, it'll be like, like, let's take Thanksgiving, for example, you know. This year's going to be a little different for me, but, uh, you know, it's like go to mom's house, we'll sit around, watch some football, drink some beers, chat with the fam, and then at dinner time, I drink some wine, and then I might have a glass of wine after dinner, but then I'll just go right back to the beer, especially if I hit the bars with friends. Mm. This year's going to be a little different, though. I'm going to have dinner at my mom's at four, and at five, I got to get in the truck and drive out to uh, Old Pullman, Washington, and have uh, I got a Friendsgiving to attend out there. Well, that's pretty cool. I've actually never been to a Friendsgiving before. Yeah. Because I always go right, back you go to home. New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, it sounds cool, but it also means that I would have to do work like in making something. And that's not cool. Because in my family, like my aunt, my aunt and uncle and my mom make all the food. Right. And with a little bit of help from people here and there. And I'm just, I'm the beneficiary of all this great deliciousness. And they're all really, really good cooks. So it's just like, sit back, have a beer, wait, or have a glass of white wine. Sometimes we'll start with the white wine little Riesling or Chardonnay and uh, sit around the kitchen, wait for them to, to finish up, watch some football. The, the food comes out and it's like, all right, let's dig in. But Friendsgiving, it's, you got to make stuff. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, Friendsgiving, to be honest, is just a party. It's really just like, hey guys, let's get together and let's eat some food and let's get drunk. And because we don't have anything better to do this day. So that's kind of what that is. I mean, and being a kid that, you know, spent a lot of time in Pullman when I went to Wazoo, uh, I still got friends up there. And, you know, they live there and their parents live in other cities and stuff like that. And they're not going home because, you know, a lot of them work the bartending life and Apple Cups on Friday. So that's a good money day in town. So it's hard to it's hard to pass that up. It's kind of like, say you made, you know, I don't know, 150 bucks in tips on a Friday night. Let's just use a round number there Uh, by skipping out on Pullman on a Friday or to miss Friday by going home. You're probably losing 300 bucks in tips and whatever it costs you to travel. So yeah. it's like not fiscally the smartest move to do, which sucks because you can't get away. Uh, note to Commissioner Larry Scott, if you'd like to move the Apple Cup to Saturday, we'd really enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm uh, sure Beaver and Duck fans would say the same thing for the Civil War. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so to because the situation is the way it is, uh, yeah, like I'm going to have dinner with mom and then I'm going to drive out there and, 
You know, I have Thanksgiving twice, I guess. Well, we always and I am that, traveling. And we always do that, too, though, where my whole family comes out Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then usually, unless there's a, an odd situation, my immediate family, mom, dad, me, and now my wife, and my aunt, uncle, and cousin, and now her boyfriend, uh, do Thanksgiving part two. Mm. And that is all the leftovers. Ah, yes. And we go back down and we just reheat everything. Or Sometimes they reheat it beforehand. Sometimes, although I don't love this, and if they're listening, I'm sorry, they leave it all cold and you put it on your plate and reheat it yourself. But that doesn't work super well because nothing gets heated up evenly because you're using a microwave. Yep, yep. Um, So I've done that. Also, curious. I don't own a microwave. Strange. It's a pretty common appliance that most houses have at this point. Don't have one. All right. Don't know how to use them. Don't know how to use them? Well, I don't know, like, how long to put them on for. I'm just like, five minutes sounds good, and then things are, like, exploding. <laughs> yeah, don't put something in there for five I'm minutes. I'm used to toaster oven life, man. Okay, It takes right. longer. I was also curious about this, and I'm sure it's not regional, but I'm going to ask anyway. Although I have not partaken in this too many times. When the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is just an S show, right? Yep, it's the biggest people, drinking night of the year. People all go, they're going home, so all their childhood friends are back and mm-hmm. go out to your local bar and just get destroyed. I have some friends coming in town tomorrow night, and that is exactly what we are going to do. <laughs> all right. Like, exactly. Well, that is a... Uh, so I don't I guess... even know where we're going. I'm just going to, like, probably... I'll probably stay the night at my mom's house because I'll probably have to go over to Vancouver, but, you know... If any of you guys will listen to this quick hit tonight, North Portland's super fun too. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I've never really done that. It's not not because I, I don't want to, but it's like what we get in Wednesday after a, a red eye. I'm not going out late at night. I need to sleep. I didn't sleep on that plane, right? I slept for two hours in the morning before the day started. No way. Um, but it is something that that I have done a couple of times and it's it's fun. All right. So that's Thanksgiving. Whatever your tradition is on Thanksgiving, I hope you have a wonderful time. And uh, enjoy the holiday. There is one quick little thing I want to give you guys for um, the holiday here. There is a great article that just came out on OregonLive.com. It's by Andre, I'm going to butcher your name, I'm sorry, Um, Munir, M-E-U-N-I-E-R. Anyway, the the title of the article is, What Beer Should I Serve for Thanksgiving? Here are 18 suggestions. Oh, It's a really cool article that my buddy Ryan sent to me that he came across. It's a a pretty quick read. You can also just kind of scroll through it. But there's some really cool stuff in here. There's some import stuff. Loveless radio. Yeah, from, from, stop it. There's there's like some stuff from Belgium, but I see a beer from Crux, Heater Allen, Fort George, Ecliptic, Cascade Brewing, Logston Farmhouse, Freem, Breakside, uh, Crooked Stave in Denver. So it's a lot, of, a lot of local stuff, but also some import stuff. What is the style that is generally represented? It in is Mellows? all over the board. Oh, cool. It's all over the board. And they kind of say, hey, this is what, you know, like they're like, I'm looking at. Are they uh, actually doing it like food pairing wise? Like this would go well yeah, with turkey yeah. and this would go well with cranberry. Exactly. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. The sage in Crooked Stave's Wild Sage is really nice and gives it that herbal flavor that complements the turkey spices and dressing. Mm. So like things like that. And it's really cool. And the best part about it is this article tells you the price and where you can find it. Wow. So you can look at this and you can say, like a lot of them are at John's Marketplace, but clearly somebody did the effort to kind of say, hey, if I want this beer, like there's this German Berliner Weiss um, from a brewery I've never heard of, but it says, hey, you can find this at Ben's Bottle Shop in Vancouver. Um, So it kind of, if you see some of these and you're not really sure, 
you know, because they're kind of special. Some of these are specialty stuff. Just look and see where they got them and go out and pick it up. Well, that's cool. Yeah, OregonLive.com. I'm going to look at that uh, after we yeah, finish I'll, the I'll podcast. Yeah, I'll text it to you. It's pretty cool. Um, so wherever you are celebrating and however you do it, enjoy your Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, hopefully it is a positive experience for you. And if it's if it's just a, a you experience, then have some great food and yep. have fun and drink some beer. And travel safe, please. Yes, travel safe. Come back alive so we can continue to produce this podcast for yes, you yes and you alone um let's get to the quick hit beer of the week here before we wrap this thing up it is i don't think we've done these guys for beer of the week but we have done them on the podcast before the beer of the week is the Freem winter ale yep and i love Freem, obviously and winter ales are right up my alley with the malty backbone and a lot of the spices and stuff that go into them the warming situation and uh, we've we've been drinking it a little bit throughout the podcast and it is delicious, first of all. So if you have not ever had the free winter ale, uh, please go out and uh, try it for yourself. It is quite good. I saw it hit the streets like a week ago. Um, it might have been out sooner, but the places I go to, I saw it about a week ago, and that's kind of why I picked it up. There is um, there's something about this that I, I'm not sure if I remember in previous editions of this winter ale, but I'm getting a very like piney or sprucey or some type of a tree like spice to it, if that makes sense. Did you read the label yet? No. Well done, Michael. Label says, cozy up to the fire with a pint of Freem Winter Ale and gift your taste buds with aromas of spice, orange zest, caramel, and a lingering scent of spruce tree. Nice. Well done, my friend. Palette, palette, palette. Uh, 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 uh. Getting better. Yeah, it was the first thing I noticed was like, that tastes like like a tree spice. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll get that in some beers, especially some IPAs, you'll get a little bit of a, like a piney flavor or something so you can kind of it's easy to catch. Yeah. But uh yeah, this is really good. I enjoy this. I think uh it's it it's tricky too with the spruce tree um with the like any of the spruce tips or Doug fir tips or grand fir tips, whatever you want to use in beer. Funny we were just talking about that Oregon Live uh article and on there they recommend uh, the Magnanimous, which is an IPA from Fort George Just had that using weekend. Grand Fur. And I really like the beer, but you can tell that there's a lot of Grand Fur in it because it gives off this kind of sweetness flavor. Like some, I, t- I was talking with some friends last night, some find it a little too much. I kind of like it, but I also might just really like that beer and look forward to having that beer, even though it's kind of outside of my, my style platform. But... This one is, I think this one does it kind of the more, I think the way the more general pop would like it in terms of that it's there, but it's not banging you over the head. But it's you can tell overall, it's there. Yeah, it's yeah. not overall sweet. It's not too much. It's kind of that just right little spot. I think winter beers, you know, and we'll get we'll get into this uh, next week on the podcast. I think sometimes these beers are tricky. They're not easy. You've got a lot of stuff you're throwing into them, whether it's spices and and if you know, in this instance, they're using some spr- spruce tree uh, tips. Uh, it, it's a tough balance, you know, because it's like we were talking about uh, the uh, Dark Star Spice Wars. Yep. Uh, what was that? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Something like that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. And um, it's tricky ago? because you're throwing all these adjuncts in, and it's like if you use too much vanilla, it's going to go way over the top. You know, if you use too much cinnamon, it's going to go way over the top. So I think these beers are kind of fun because they're tricky to get that right kind of ingredient blend you're looking for. And this one, uh, a lot of the things that are in this beer hit me in a way that I like in my winter beers. And again, we'll spend a lot more time on winter beers next week in the podcast. But caramelly flavor, the malty backbone mm-hmm. of it. I love the spices. I love that Spice Wars beer that we did yeah. during the BBA episode. But... I was that the BBA episode yep. that we did that one? Yeah. Yep. 
I love spices and beer. It just, it's everything I like in beer in one, but yet it's not as heavy as a stout or a porter because it's, it's a lot lighter in color. I mean, this one is, this, this is a, it's kind of like an ambery gold. Yeah. And I would even say that this one, it leans you kind can of see on, through it really well, leans kind of on the lighter side yeah. of some, of some winter. I've ales. seen pretty dark winter beers yeah. as well. But, like I had a celebration from Sierra Nevada the other day and it's almost red. Yeah. Um, so this one, th- yeah, this one's got like a light amber color to it. Almost like a, almost looks like, like a multi IPA. Uh, yeah, it kind of does. Or maybe like, uh, maybe this is wrong, like an Oktoberfest or something. Kind of like a similar color to it. Yeah. Is that right or wrong? Yeah, or, no, I buy that. I kind of, I kind of feel like it looks like that a little bit. The only thing I'm not getting from what they say on their label is the orange zest. I'm not getting a lot of orange in this. I'm, I, getting, I'm getting a lot of caramel and malt and a little bit of that spruce tree flavor. Uh, kind of, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you'll you'll kind of start to understand my palate. I'm a big back end guy. How it finishes, um, what's leave, what's laying residual. There's some there's some bitterness that kind of lingers in this that I'm really enjoying. I wonder if you know, knowing those yahoos out in Hood River at Freem, if. Uh, you know, this beer is probably decently hopped. Thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> we love you guys. Um, yeah, probably is. You're right. There is bitterness that's hanging yeah. out at the end. Because you're right. It starts it starts caramely and malty. And at the back end, you ca- it's sweet when it goes down. But right now, as it's sitting there and I haven't taken a sip, there's the hops mm-hmm. right there. And I, I think I think it's really nice because... You know, you can make you can make a, a, a hoppy winter ale if you want, but uh, that kind of defeats the purpose. Kinda, in my yeah, mind. I think I think so too. I don't I don't think many IPA drinkers are looking for spices and tips and things like that. This this appeals to more the non IPA drinker. But again, this might be a good bridge beer. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, do you think this style of beer? Like we talked about in episode four, all the way back there in episode way four, back then. introducing beers to uh, non-beer drinkers, winter ales. I think so. I because think it, so. it bridges both worlds. Yeah, like we said, I mean, we're it all- It might be a little bit intense, though. Maybe, maybe, but you know, we talked about on that episode that a lot of people, you know, if you kind of go one of one of a couple ways, you either want like light, so you're going Kolsch, Pilsner, lagers, things like that, or you like malty stuff, whether it's dark or ambers or reds, things like that. That this is definitely going to talk to those multi drinkers, um, but I mean, knowing Freem, like I said, knowing these guys, I'm sure this beer is decently hopped. Yeah, and so that would, I think, mean, yeah, I think it'd be a great, great little bridge if you didn't like hoppy beers. I think because it's gonna, it doesn't have a big hop flavor to it, but it has residual bitterness, and I think, I think that's what most people don't like in the IPAs is that it's, it's the bitterness. And so, like, the hop flavor isn't too bad. It's that residual bite. Yep. And this has a kind of a subtle bite at the end that might... That might deter some people. Yeah, but it might also be like, okay, I get a little bitterness. I don't hate it. Let okay. me take another sip so I get that caramel again. Yeah, yeah, sweet in my exactly, mouth. <laughs> exactly. So that might that might be a good bridge. All right, so that's our Beer of the Week in this quick hit. Thanksgiving early edition of Beers on Us. It's the free winter ale. You can find this all over the place. And... Uh, that leads us into what our next segment, or our, our next podcast, is going to be. Yeah. We are going to do another style podcast, and it is going to be Winter Beers. Yeah, we thought this would, I, I knew we were going to do kind of just a quick hit, and so I was like, ah, oh, it's on the shelves, let's let's do this. Uh, and so we don't want to be too repetitive, but yeah, I think this is, this is a good time to do this for a style. And uh, we hope to have a little uh, special guest. Yes, we, right? will, we will likely have a guest based on a winter beer event. That is happening 
next week. Yeah. Here in the city. And if you know anything about beer, you know this event. I'm kind of excited. I, I think this is I think this is going to be a really interesting guest. We're gonna be able to talk to think talk to this guest about some things that uh, we don't normally chat with guests about. Cool. I don't even know what that is yet, so I'm excited to find well, out I just, myself. <laughs> I, just, I just mean, I think lots of times, you know, whether it was, you know, like with Eldon, we talked a lot about, um, you know, what's it like self-distributing yep. and opening a second location. We did the same with Patrick Shields at Stormbreaker, but, and then we talked whiskey with him as well. And then when we were with Hunsaker, we were just talking about the style of West Coast and brewing and palates. But also about opening a brewery that's decently far from downtown as mm-hmm. well in Camden. And to where this one, I think we're going to be able to ask a lot of questions that we've never asked before. Cool. Well, I, I'm excited to do that next week. Keep an ear out. It's going to be next Thursday. 4 p.m. This one releasing early because, well, it's Thanksgiving. We don't want to make you have to listen to this on Thanksgiving if you don't want to. (laughs) We'll release it early. Uh, Remember, iTunes, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, TennyToTheFan.com, and on social media, I'm at MikeLynch27 on Twitter. Patrick is at PDiddy085 on Instagram. That's where you can find us. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, We do see all your comments on social media and appreciate it as well, as well as the reviews that you've left us on the various pages. Uh, So we love you. Thank you so much for supporting us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great Thanksgiving. That was weird. Whoa.